all honesty, I may not have actually met all of them in person, but to be in touch with so many people and and to, to hopefully be someone that they can come to for help and be, I just, you know, like, I, I just want to be the, the friendly person. And I feel like I've gotten to, gotten to know, like I said, even sometimes if it's over text correspondence or like, I feel like I've gotten to meet so many new people that otherwise I would never, I would never have yeah. crossed paths with. Yeah. Hey everybody, it's Coach Charlie. Welcome or welcome back to the Building Better People podcast brought to you by BoomFit. Thanks for listening today. And at the end of this episode, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. But more importantly, I hope the following interview inspires you to take the next step in your fitness journey. Enjoy. Hi, my name is Julie Crawford, and I am the CSM here at BoomFit, as well as a longtime member. Yes, Julie, thank you for coming on today, and we did this a few years ago. Right. Probably three, if we guessed it, kind of yeah, as we were talking before. Yeah, at least, before. probably, yep. And, you know, your fitness journey goes way back, I think, 2008, 2008, I think, is when I started with the Brandon, mommy boot, the boot yes. camps. Oh, the, Jamie. Jamie, way oh, back. Yeah, right. the mommy boot at the camps park? at the park. Uh-huh. What park was it? Um, it was over off of, like, it was close to Rock Prairie, but it wasn't at Rock Prairie. Edelweiss Park. It might, I think it was Edelweiss Park. Okay, mm-hmm. that was yep. 2008. And yep. now, anybody else that you remember in that group that's still around or that? No, but, but I remember y'all but, transitioned to the gym uh-huh. or to, I guess the studio. Yeah. We okay. were at the studio. It was kind of, we did like small group yep. training because there were a few of us that wanted to keep doing it, but, um, we needed the, we needed the group. And then it, and it, so, it's crazy to think, but I think Kelsey was like, she would four? have been <laughs> like, yeah, she would have been like four because wow. that she was doing, pre, she was in preschool on the days that oh I did my. the camp. And then, um, when we moved here into this building, mm-hmm. you continued with that kind of mid-morning, yes. but more private training, mm-hmm. small mm-hmm. group. Yes. And then you transitioned out into the CrossFit classes. Well, yes, because Brandon was moving. Yes, that's and right. so my choice was to find a new trainer and new partners because some of my partners decided to to kind of go on their own at that point so it was stick with find somebody new or go to the CrossFit classes and it was funny because I would always see this was back in the day when the only water fountain we had was in the PT studio and those poor people would come in after a workout like dying and filling their water bottles and getting drinks and I just couldn't remember thinking I'm never doing that. Like that looks so awful. Uh, <laughs> and, but then when when it came time for me to make a decision, I was like, well, I really want to stay here. And I'd met a couple of the ladies that were doing that class, and I was like, I'll just try it. And if you know, and yeah. so and it, I mean, it was like Beth Miles mm-hmm. at the time, Suzanne. Yes, Roder. Beth and Suzanne. Wow. Um, and so now you know, all these years later, almost I guess ten years yeah. probably of doing CrossFit. Uh huh. Um, you know, in your podcast, you open up about it, but some people might just listen to this one. Yeah. So, you know, what was it that was really hard about transitioning? And then when did you finally realize like, okay, I'm just going to go over there and then fall and then you fell in love with it. 
Well, so I think I was, I think one of the reasons I was nervous to move over there is because I was not an athletic kid at all. Didn't, I could venture to say I really didn't play sports as a kid. I was on the drill team and I was a cheerleader. So I was sort of active, but as far as like a a actual coordinated group sport, team sport, individual sport, never really did anything like that. So just the thought of it, the, the personal training was a little bit like I was a little more comfortable with that because I felt like somebody was, you know, planning just for me and what I felt like I could do. But, um, I think I went to visit the CrossFit class a couple of times when it was just a few of the ladies at that nine or nine thirty time. And, um, I was like, okay, I can, I can do this. Like, I don't have to, you know, again, it goes back to the, like, obviously I couldn't do anything RX at the time, but it was like, seeing that everybody could modify or that you could do it in your own way and get good results and get a good workout. I was like, Oh, okay. And then I kind of thought, well, this is kind of fun. Like I've never done anything like this before. And so that was a different, that was a whole different aspect was the fact that I was like, wow, I'm 40. I guess I was about 40 years old at the time. And I was like, I can do some pretty cool things. So, so you, I mean, you made the transition and you're still doing it. <laughs> it what, how do you think it's ultimately benefited your health just to have made that transition at that time in your life? Oh gosh. Well, first of all, it, it gave me just a foundation of working out on a daily basis, which I think in the past I hadn't had. I would, you know, when the girls were born and when they were younger, I would walk or I would, you know, I was at a gym where I did like step aerobics a few days a week. But, but the CrossFit, and I say the classes, the community, like just the fact that I had people that were here every day and I wanted to be here every day and I didn't want to miss a workout, you know, every Mm -hmm. once in a while there's a workout I would like to miss, but (laughs) for the most part, you know, I, I read the workout ahead of time and I pretty much want to come and try at least most of it, you know? And so it's just, it just gave me that, that desire to do something every day, which one of my friends that I also um, met here, Jenny, Marquart told me one time we were running and we were so far at the back of the pack, which is usually where I am. And she said, but you know, she said, when we're out here doing it, and she said, when we're 60 or 70, we're going to be in in a better position than the people who are, who have never done anything like this. She said, because even if we're, you know, even if we're out here walking instead of running, she said, we're basically, we're creating the habit of getting out and doing something. Yeah. So. No. And, and you know, you, the habit is ultimately what sticks because work, work, it's not about working out, but your body's a slave to the mm-hmm. routine. Now it's, mm-hmm. and now you work here. So you're really stuck here. <laughs> so I think, you know what, what, the reason I think this podcast would be really special is, you know, today you're in a, you know, position here at the gym, you're a customer success manager, right? We call it Mm -hmm. a CSM. Mm -hmm. People get emails from you. They sometimes get text messages from you, phone calls from you. Um, Obviously, you're a bright light in the morning (laughs) when you're here for your class. And, you know, I I really think it'd be cool for people to hear that. Well, one, what you do here. So Mm -hmm. what exactly are your responsibilities, your roles and tasks? What is your job description? Mm -hmm. Um, and then two, kind of how you ended up transitioning into this role, right? Being kind of a mother, 
uh, more stay-at-home mom type role, kind of kind of mm-hmm. like Alicia, right? Yeah. Raising kids, mm-hmm. you know, and all the things that 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 requires. And then as your girl, now you guys are you and John are empty nesters. Yes. <laughs> and uh, but you're still doing this, and I honestly feel like it. Like one of the biggest values of you doing what you do is the fact you've been here forever. Mm-hmm. Like you understand. Well, for one, me, and I can be pretty difficult, I think, sometimes <laughs> to work with, but you understand who we are, what we are. You've seen it morph over the years. Mm-hmm. You know how much, um, personally, I care about people. Yes. And But I also want to run a good business, mm-hmm. you know, and I've had to, you know, I think you've seen me try to grow up as a business owner. <laughs> sure. To yeah. Those I mean, days way back then. So um, let's start with, you know, I remember with Gus, we kind of posted. Uh-huh. Hey, we're hiring, right? Front desk position. Uh-huh. We did a podcast and I rem- I think you emailed I that did. night. You kind of sent, hey, it was almost one of those like, like you wanted to say you were interested, but you also kind of were like, I don't know if you hit sent and you're like, oh, did I really send that? <laughs> Just so give me a little bit of background. This was, uh, this would have been the fall of 18, mm-hmm. right? Or, or I think spring of so. Spring oh, it was after spring. Ames was uh-huh. born. You're mm-hmm. right. So it would yep. have been it would have been the spring of eighteen in May or so, April May. So funny enough, 19, spring of nineteen. Yeah. Sorry. So funny enough, I had always because I have always kind of stayed at home. I used to teach, and I didn't ever really have the desire to go back to do anything like that full time. But I had always kind of said in the back of my head, I was like, well, if they ever needed somebody to like just work the front desk, like I would totally love that job. But also. As you said, in the back of my head, I was like, would they want me to do that? Like, do they want someone like, you know, college student or somebody young and fun and, you know, whatever. So that was kind of the thought when I, when I sent the email, I was like, okay, this is actually something that I really might want to do. And I know that probably sounded weird because, you know, I, I, I just felt like maybe I wasn't the person that y'all were looking for, but I was like, I I would be willing to try, you know, I feel like I know at least, like you said, I know a lot of the people because I've just been around for so long and a lot about the business and where it's, you know, how it's grown. And so I just thought, I'll just see, like, I'll just see, you know, if they would be interested. Yeah. And then I I don't even (laughs) know if I'd call it an interview because it was with you. Obviously we've known each other forever, but um, did you kind of know after that, like, we, cause we agreed, like I said, let's go. Did yeah. you know what it would become or did you still kind of not sure how you'd like it or? Oh, I had no idea that it would morph into what it is now. I don't you know. Even, because, I definitely didn't know. Yeah. Because originally it was just kind of being at the desk during some of the class times, helping you know, members with any kind of issue they had, kind of manning. We would we would man kind of the front desk email, check in to see if anybody had, you know, emailed with questions. Um, we did a little bit with like people's accounts and stuff, but it was very minimal. And I can remember in the in the early days always having to email like you or Gus and say, uh something this happened and, and we don't know how to fix it. We had it we So in the early days I if we couldn't get something done or didn't know how to do something, you know, with on the computer, we'd have to come get you or Gus, or we'd have to email you and say, Hey, this is what happened at the end of the day. We couldn't fix it, you know, help us or hope, you know, this is what we need done. And it's a little bit disjointed because we, 
you didn't want to leave things unfinished or hanging and yeah what what would you say you learned kind of once you started be, kind of more getting more behind the scenes right because you were a member for so long you'd show up you'd work out mm-hmm. you'd do what all our members do mm-hmm. and at what point I, I would say did you feel like like you like wow this either did you have any takeaways like that or was it just well yeah because one of the things I think we realized is that it that that there were a lot of things that somebody had to be responsible for and that you don't think about it's not just about scheduling classes and having coaches and there's a lot of behind the scenes with the customers and I I will say that in those first days we had we had several people come up to us and say we so appreciate mm. that you're here we are so because I think it made them comfortable that they knew if they walked in and they had a question that they could just ask it. They didn't have to email. They didn't have to worry about asking a coach who may or may not know the answer and who was probably busy getting ready to coach a class. Yeah. And so they knew that there was somebody there that could at least make an attempt to help them and get well, the... And at that get, time, we had also part-time coaches who probably didn't have answers or know what to do with certain questions. Right, right. It was, it was, it was like there wasn't any one person you felt you could go to besides you. Right. Of, and that was the thing is that you were the go-to person mm-hmm. for everything at that point. Everybody, yeah. you know, if somebody had a question or a concern, they were going to email you. Right. And so... And I remember when we decided basically... You uh, you were kind of this obvious leader, even though you maybe didn't realize this in that front desk staff, you know, just kind of taking initiative, right? You were, um, you, you, we could give you a task and you would actually kind of go through and, and I felt more comfortable saying, Hey, Julie, here's you know, a completely new thing that I felt like I could have you do as opposed to, we had about three other front desk mm-hmm. people. And then, so we kind of named you that front desk supervisor position, <laughs> yeah. right? And mm-hmm. then, so now, you know, and I don't know what it was like for you because, I mean, for a short period of time there, you technically were like making the schedule and you were, you know, how was mm-hmm. that for you at that time? It was fine. I mean, I, I don't, I don't feel like I'm as great as a, as a leader. I've always said, I feel like I'm a great worker bee, like with tasks and stuff. But in a sense, it was kind of like that. Like I could, you know, it. I think it streamlined things a little bit because we needed that one person to kind of, for things to fall back on. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but like, I think we finally got to the point where I was just like, I'll check the Gmail account. Like, let me handle all the email because then we don't have to worry about who read what email and who answered it or who responded. And it was just little things like that where I said, you know, let me just handle some of that because I don't mind taking on that, you know, that task or that role. Yeah, no. And I, and I think this is kind of, you know, giving insight into just small business period. You're kind of learning as you go. Oh, for sure. And you're just, you know, you, and honestly, I feel like, you know, although we don't have a front desk today, the gift of discovering Julie Crawford, (laughs) I mean this full, full heartedly, in the process of that was awesome. Like it was a, like, again, I call it a gift because I don't know if we would have discovered you in this way unless we had gone out for a front desk person. You right. know what I mean? Because honestly, if you had asked for somebody to yeah, be like, like an office added, manager or a business yeah. manager, I would have been like, no. And to this day, it's so funny because when Kyle, we did a goals review the other day and he's, 
you know, it's like, what's one of the things you don't like about your job? And I said, numbers. I said, cause <laughs> I like the people. I said, right. I am, I am, I am more about like, call me. I will help you yes. figure out, you know, why your Zen planner doesn't work or what's wrong with your, you know, billing or like, I'm here to help you. And, and I want you to feel comfortable you know, that, that's part of what I like is I like that most people seem to feel comfortable coming to me with those questions and issues. And that's the whole point. Like I want them, I don't want anybody to not want to contact me for help. And so that's, you know, so, you know, the transition to customer success manager, and I don't even know if we named it that right away. Maybe we Mm, did. I don't know, but it was basically, we then, realized somewhere in the fall late it was like november of 19 Mm -hmm. realized okay maybe it was actually going into december Mm -hmm. you know we really don't need a front desk although Mm -hmm. we thought we did and not Mm -hmm. to say that uh, there's no value in it but in reality it, it was not necessary and so but we saw that you know julie could play a really integral role in the staff Mm -hmm. And I think at that time I had, you know, realized through, I'm, I do this business coaching and they have a, a, ultimately a job description, an employee that's called the customer success manager. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, man, Julie would be so great at this. Right. And at the time it was, what does it look like to start mm-hmm. this position with Julie? And so we kind of started and of course, I think we visited about it. You mm-hmm. said, sure, I'll do it. You know, it'd be kind of the same time commitment. Yeah. So, you know, you're about a 10 to 12 hour a week mm-hmm. type of. employee and so it works into your lifestyle and but roles change right it wasn't Mm -hmm. no longer the front desk so and it's kind of I think now transitioning more like I guess the we'll start with what did it look like in that transition and what were kind of what did you end up um, doing compared to previously Mm -hmm. in the front desk position so obviously I know but this is for the (laughs) members so (laughs) so so when we were at the, well, when I was at the front desk position, we, we had pretty much like set hours that we would be here at the desk. And so we were at the desk during that time, helping people as they came in, if you know, that kind of thing. As we, as we morphed into the, the CSM role, it became a little bit more about behind the scenes. And so in a sense, I could kind of work throughout the day, you know, I, it was more of a, it was kind of more of a task oriented thing in that I would check in each day with different people who needed to check in. Um, part of what I do as far as like, when I, when I say that, like I check in with people who are new, how, you know, do you have these things set up? I guess it's, it became a more, it became a more personal role, if that makes sense, because I felt like I wasn't just, out there, I was actually reaching out to people, if that makes sense. So instead of just being at the front desk and being there for you for help, I mean, I was definitely there for you to come to and to contact. But then as it transitioned, it became more of a, a role where I would actually reach out to people about all sorts of different things. Yeah, so you know? let's, let's go through what we created and we call it the client journey. So mm-hmm. people who are new maybe now kind of getting some insight into what that looks like, but also people who are here who've been here for a long time, obviously didn't get to go through this, right. but they'll appreciate kind of the efforts that we're making now. Um, and primarily that, that you're making to make that person feel welcome. And I, I've, I've always loved that about personal training mm-hmm. because if I have a client, I mean, 
They see me every time. Right. I for sure am going to make them feel welcome and special and cater to them and communicate with them. But when you go into these classes, sometimes if you don't, you don't really have an assigned trainer. Mm-mm. So no. it really is helpful for this customer success manager, the CSM position to kind of, we'll say, monitor what we call the first 90 days mm-hmm. of this client yes. journey. So give us a little insight into what that looks like. So once somebody joins our gym or becomes a member and um, then I, I have their information. And so first of all, I'm responsible for making sure that they get the, the basic information they need, which is how to, you know, how to get on Zen Planner, how to log in, how to re- reserve your classes, things like that, that are kind of the nuts and bolts of coming to the gym. Um, the other side of that is making sure that they know being their point of contact. So making that initial contact and letting them know who I am. Um, I try, this is where I feel like I, I fail sometimes, but I'm, I'm trying to branch out. Um, I try to, I try to meet them. And when I see new people in the class and so don't, you know, don't be alarmed if I come up and introduce myself because <laughs> that's just me. And I try to try to put a face with the name so that, you know, and I always tell people, Hey, if you're getting emails or texts or anything from Julie, that's me. And they always go, Oh, okay. Like, you know, because I am, I'm the one that contacts them and reaches out. Um, a couple times in the beginning, first of all, just to let them know who I am. I reach out to make sure that they were able to get set up. If they're a, if they're a CrossFit member that they could get their Zen planner set up, they have any questions. And then periodically, like, after they've been here for about a month, I'll reach back out and just say, Hey, are you, are you getting what you need? Are you still, you know, are you still getting to class? Is there anything just, just to give them that opportunity to say, Hey, I'm having trouble with this or, Hey, I could do this or basically just touching base with them to see how, how that's going. And pretty much the same thing after the second month and then at the end of the third month, just to kind of continuously over that first, like you said, 90 days, we want to make sure that they don't feel forgotten. Correct. You know, that if there's something that comes up, we're still here. Like we're, you know, I always tell people that I've had communication with, I always try to follow up with, you know, if you have any other questions or if anything else comes up, you can contact me because they've already dealt with me at some point. And I'm like, I want you to feel comfortable to let me know if you have a problem. And I always say, if I, I don't have all the answers. I mean, I am, I am like, I am the 12 hour a week employee. Like I'm, but I said, I can help find the answer or help get you. Yeah. And and if it meets that person at the perfect moment that they have a question, of Mm -hmm. course, they're going to respond. Mm -hmm. And it's so great that, you know, uh, part of your profile, personality, whatever you want to call it (laughs) is you love people. Yeah. I mean, you, so you don't have a problem going up to a stranger and introducing yourself and you are that person that brings joy right into your conversations into your uh, interactions so it kind of just fits your personality really well well I try I mean I feel like that that is kind of who I am I have friends that I've met here and they said we would not be friends if you hadn't made me be your friend and I was like that's just that's just how it is like you were new and I had to come say hi and then well, and, and you speak know. to that too. How how intimidating is it sometimes for people who are into this new environment? They really don't mm-hmm. know anyone. I, I, and again, like I said, that's where that's where I feel like. On one hand, I feel like it's it's one of my gifts, but on the other hand, I need to be better at it. I'll explain. Like I'm a huge 
Um, like I'm at the 930 class all the time. <laughs> so if you come to 930, I am going to be your friend and welcome you and you will know me well. What I'm trying to get better at is to get to some of the other classes because I realize there's people that I'm not getting to interact with because of when I attend class and when they attend class. So I'm trying to get out and switch up my schedule yeah. a little bit. I'm a little bit of a creature of habit. <laughs> well, but... <laughs> I know how it is too. When you, you just, your routine, right? Mm-hmm. Like your morning routine and it just fits perfectly with your eating and your yep. day and even the responsibilities that you have up here. And sure. You, so to throw it in at a different time. I, but I've seen you make the effort. Yeah, too. no, and I do. And the funny thing is, I, I will say this too. I said it to somebody this morning because I'm going to attend um, a 515 class tomorrow, which is a little bit out of my my comfort zone, but I told somebody, I said, I'm also kind of picky because I said, I'm not going to go run with the fast people in the afternoon. I said, I got to, if it's a running workout or cardio or something really hard, I was like, I got to stick with my morning people because that's my comfort zone. But tomorrow is lifting and lifting is my, I love lifting. So I was like, I'll lift with the, with the new people Uh, and meet some people. So um, another thing you do is you kind of run a missing persons report. So like if somebody hasn't been coming, Yes. Um, tell me about what that looks like and, and what you're, what you do. So we want to make sure that people don't, we don't get lost. And again, it goes back to making sure they know that we are checking on them and that they are missed when they're not here. And so we kind of, we can, we can do an attendance report and, and that lets us know, um, if people haven't been coming to class and and so please <laughs> when when you get that text or that call from me please don't think we're like checking on you in a bad way but we just want to make sure that there's not something wrong or that if there's anything that you've you know been unhappy with and that we can help you with to get you back in the gym you know that's basically we just kind of want to follow up with everybody and make sure that you're getting what you need and the flip side to that is we've had people who have been out of town for a while or a longer term sickness or whatever is that then I can connect them with a coach and they can get set up on some at home coaching and workouts, which a lot of people don't know that. And so when they're not here, it, you know, it's kind of up to us to say, Oh, Hey, so-and-so hasn't been to class in a while. And when we check in, you know, we had one person who went, I think to Houston or out of town to care for a parent for a couple of weeks. And, you know, we said, Hey, do you want, us to set you up with some at-home workouts, some things you can do while you're there. Mm. And they were like, great. So we get one of the coaches to connect with them on that. So it's just another way to make sure that people are getting the most out of their membership and being taken care of. Um, You know, I think something that comes to mind, that I I think it's a couple things. Well, it's incredibly valuable to have you um, looking into some of the Zen Planner functions, right? (laughs) Because Zen Planner is what you call our customer management software Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um it it handles all of our it's got all the the people's information it's how we charge people Mm -hmm. it's it has all the reporting functions and we had transitioned into using it right before you started working here so really we we were learning just as much as you were learning pretty Uh much right away and i feel like now you know you've got the 1-800 help (laughs) number you have uh so I guess my question would be more so, you know, you're, you're at a completely different stage of life. You know, you've kind of raised kids, um, you know, you've done the professional working thing at some point, And now you're in this like new season of your uh-huh. life with your kids gone 
and you're on a you know phone call with Zen Planner. I mean, how how has it been learning new things for you? Like you know, well, it's it's actually it's fun because it's completely different than what I had even done before when I worked, and so it's a totally different type of of job and activity and task. And so, you know, for, I I think I talk about things sometimes and, and my husband and even my kids are look at me like, what are you talking about? Not that they don't know, but they're like, how do you know? Like, why do you know these things? And I'm like, because this, you know, it's part of my job now. This is what we do, you know? And, and it was funny because I was talking to some, talking to my husband about something the other day and he's an accountant and he works in, and he was like, yeah, he knew exactly, you know, exactly what I was referencing as far as billing and, you know, payment processing and all this. And I'm like, you probably never thought that I would understand this kind of stuff. But it's just, you know, and I've, I mean, I think I've known John as long as you've worked out here at one of the Christmas parties and, He's always been so supportive and encouraging. And, uh, but when you start working here, you know, how has that kind of been for you and him, right? Because he, you know, has he, um, what is he, what have y'all's conversations about the job been like? Or what is he? Well, so it's really great because it is so flexible in the fact that a lot of what I do, and I think we learned this as, as a lot of people did through the shutdown and through COVID is that a lot of it I can do from home. I mean, nine times out of 10, if I'm calling you or texting you or emailing you, it is probably from my kitchen table. Like there's certain things that I do up here that are task related, like, you know, checking the supplies, making sure we have everything ordered that we need, um, writing birthdays on the board, um, you know, maybe arranging t-shirts. There's things like that that are hands-on in the gym, but a lot of what I do is software-based, and I do I can do a lot of it from home. And so that transition has actually been nice because I can kind of mold that to what we have going on as a family, which is working mm-hmm. great for us at this stage. Because like you said, we don't have kids at home, so I don't have that set schedule of kids are in school, then come home, then they do activities. And so there's days where... I'll come up to the gym and do a little work and work out. And then I may go home and run errands and clean house or do whatever we've recently moved. And so there's a lot of task related things at home. And then I may sit back down at like three 30 or four and take care of some stuff for the gym because by then maybe I've gotten some emails that, you know, that need addressing, or maybe we've had some people sign up in the afternoon. And so I need to get on and, and get them taken care of. So it's kind of nice that, that the flexibility yeah. of that works works well with us at yeah. this stage. I've yeah. even I've even I mean I can go on an overnight trip and nobody even necessarily right. knows that I'm gone because yeah. I can still, you know, I can still pull out my computer for 30 minutes to an hour and get some stuff done and right. then, and that's that's good for us right now. Yeah, works great. Mm-hmm. What um so you we have I mean, you're the only female on staff <laughs> and it's unique to this season of life because we've yes. had females in yeah. the past, and they won't always be like this, but, um, what's it like working out, working with a bunch of like <laughs> young men, I guess you'd call us, or I don't know if I'm still considered a young man, but you know, the, you've got a it, di- variety of ages, right? Yes. It is funny because I have acknowledged that several of the people I work with could be my kids. There's <laughs> definitely those people cause I have older kids who are at that age. Um, but I, I mean, I'm always pleasantly surprised at how like welcoming everybody has been to me because I could be their mom in some cases, you know, and I recognize that in some cases, 
it it might be weird for some people to think of me as like their coworker at this age, but yeah. every I mean, it's a great group of people. I mean, mm-hmm. it's I mean, everybody's just great and maybe the fact that I was a member here and kind of got to know everybody before I jumped in, so it wasn't like I was just some random older right <laughs> person coming. Well, I mean, I think people would view you as kind of the OG, right? Because you have been here for a really long time. So <laughs> even though you've only been on staff for a couple of years, but sure. I, I really think that, I mean, you, you've seen the business transform, mm-hmm. you know, better than anyone. I mean, just having, you know, started at the boot camps. Yes. And then going to the studio across mm-hmm. the street and then yep. coming here and seeing, and even, I, I think even just in the last 12 months, with COVID and some of the changes we've made mm-hmm. internally, how would you say, you know, cause you were kind of more behind the scenes with us in COVID. How do you think that has, you know, I'm, I'm going to say impacted our business, meaning how do we look different? Right. And this is going to be an interesting question mm-hmm. for people listening who don't know anything behind uh-huh. the scenes. I know how I would answer this question, mm-hmm. but I'm, I think more so from you and your role and what you're doing, how do you think, our business has, you know, been impacted positively because of COVID. Well, the main thing, and I guess I would say the most broad main thing I can say is that I feel like we learned how to better address the needs of our clients all the time. Like not just, we are not just here to, to have you come to class a few times a week and that be the end of it. Like, I feel like it gave, I think it gave us a whole new perspective on what we can do to help our members stay healthy with nutrition and coaching and things like that, even when they're not inside the gym. And I think that's caused a huge aspect of growth for us because they're in the past. If you weren't here, then you just weren't here Mm -hmm. and you just weren't coming to the gym and you weren't doing anything, or maybe you were doing something, but it wasn't because we were helping you. And I think that the shutdown gave us a whole new perspective on how to meet the needs of clients, even when they can't be here in the gym. It's great. And I think that's been, and I think we've kept, I think we've kept up with that. I mean, that's, as you referred to the missing, you know, the missing persons report we check in on. I think that's exactly why we do it. It's not just to check in on you, but to also make sure that if there's something we can do for you that that we're doing it because you know it, it and i agree 100 percent. i think if i were going to describe it in a way is i think we've kind of gone full circle and covid kind of did this for us so we were personal training only mm-hmm. business before crossfit mm-hmm. and then crossfit entered into our model and didn't really you know back when we were doing boot camps the boot camps were definitely more we'll call it successful and had more people than mm-hmm. crossfit crossfit was kind of this new thing new. and then crossfit kind of entered and it just, you know, we'll say increased our numbers, mm-hmm. but it also, we, we lost what we had in private training, which was a, even Jamie and bootcamp, mm-hmm. I feel like had a really good relationship with her bootcampers, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like when, during, you know, that large window of time that, you know, ultimately you were in CrossFit, mm-hmm. we just didn't have that personal training touch with everyone. You know, no. if somebody had a great relationship with a trainer, it maybe happened just because it happened. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now I feel like we've gone full circle to with efforts that we have with you in the position you're in, even with some of the things that Kyle's doing in his position and mm-hmm. everybody who's on staff. I think we're kind of going back to that private training model, mm-hmm. which is just 
the, the difference I'll say between the CrossFit model and the private training model, and, and it doesn't necessarily mean CrossFit does this, but it's just not as personal. Right. Personal training is very mm-hmm. relationship focused. You know, everybody feels like they are known, mm-hmm. you know, if they're not here that, you know, personal trainer will reach out to oh, you. Sure. And so now I feel like our entire customer base is getting that level of attention. Yes. And I think that helps our our customers, like you said, the personal training is more personal and people come to CrossFit and sometimes it's just that group mentality. But I think that that personal connection we've made also allows our members to feel more comfortable reaching out if they have questions or if they need modifications. It's not just like I'm expected to show up to this class and do this work. And if I can't do it, then I don't come. We tell people all the time, you know, if you're if you're not sure, you know, if you're rehabbing an injury or something and you're not sure you can do exactly, ask your coach because I think we're, we've created that that environment where they're more comfortable asking for help and modification and what could I do a little bit different because I want to be here. I'm just not sure I can do exactly what, you know, what's programmed yeah. for today. Um, so here's, I guess we'll kind of close the podcast up, you know, I'll ask you a couple questions. One is like, it has anything really neat in your mind, like unexpected, uh, bright spots, right? It's something that maybe you would have never thought would happen in this role or something that, you know, has been just kind of an unexpected blessing or from working as the CSM. I think the blessing to me has been just getting to meet so many people and and meet is probably a loose term because in all honesty I may not have actually met all of them in person but to be in touch with so many people and and to to hopefully be someone that they can come to for help and be I just you know like I I just want to be the the friendly person and I feel like I've gotten to gotten to know, like I said, even sometimes if it's over text correspondence or like, I feel like I've gotten to meet so many new people that otherwise I would never, I would never have crossed paths with. Yeah. Um, and then I guess final question that I'm thinking of is like, if somebody's listening to this, they're fairly new to the gym, maybe we'll, we'll call it in the last two to three months. Mm -hmm. They maybe haven't necessarily like met you face to face. They've gotten some texts and emails. You know, what are the some of the things that they like if they need like they could ask, right? Like if they're like what where would you say it, you're a point of contact for them in what way? Like what what do you think, you know, cuz sometimes people are like, well, I don't know who to ask about fill in the blank. I mean, honestly, I would say anything because I pretty much coordinate with the coaches and with you on a daily basis. So if you weren't sure, I would be certainly the first person you could reach out to. I, I mean, I cover everything from billing to I'm going to need to be out of town to I have an injury and trust me, I don't claim to know anything medical and I am not a coach, but I can put, I can point you in the right direction or I can get you connected with the right person. So that's the way I look at my position is that I am the point of contact to get things started. And if I can't fix your problem or answer your question, then I can get you 
to who and can. you're quick <laughs> i mean you email you email back right away i mean you're i try it. i i told somebody i told kyle the other night i got an email back later in the evening and i was gonna schedule something for him and i know he had already gone to bed and i read it and i was like I can't do it. I was like, I can't schedule him for tomorrow because I know he's already gone to bed. He's already read his schedule. So I'll do it first thing in the morning when I can make sure that he sees it because otherwise it'd be like 1130 and I'll be checking the email. Uh, Well, Julie, just so you know, and I hope you know, you know my heart, but I'm going to say it here so everybody hears it. You are so amazing in what you do here. I'm forever grateful. Well, you're kind. I really uh, know that our members appreciate you, but especially our coaches. it all with a smile and just uh, you bring a lot of joy to this place well thank you that's that's my favorite part once again thanks for listening if you live in bryan college station we would love for you to come to our gym and start with one of our programs if you're interested in more information about our services or a free trial visit us at boomfitbcs.com that's boomfitbcs.com